0: prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 92. Hi, pet business owners. I am so happy to be here today. I know it's been a while and I've had a few of you reach out to me and say, I want more podcast episodes. So here you go. This one's for you. I'm really, really happy to be releasing this episode today because it's about mindset, which has, in my opinion, so much to do with what happens in our business and our lives. When our minds are set in the right way, we can then create what we want. And this episode is going to help you do that. Before we dive into my conversation with Charlene DeSarres, just super excited to have you listen to her and, and listen to this conversation about mindset. But before we dive into that, I wanted to share two things with you. The first is on August 10th, I am doing a How to Hire the Right Pet Sitters and Dog Walkers webinar. So if you have been struggling to hire people, I know a lot of you are going through that, or if you want to hire people, or if you're even just curious about it, you won't want to miss this webinar that's happening on August 10th. If you're not available to watch the webinar during the live time, you can still sign up and get the webinar recording. Everybody who signs up will automatically receive the webinar recording the day after the webinar. So I'm going to share a lot of tips about how to hire great people During this challenging hiring time, a lot of you are really struggling, I know. And I was planning on teaching this webinar in late September, but I had so many of you say, Oh my God, I'm struggling with hiring. So I decided to bump it up. So instead, I'm doing it in early August. So there will be a link to that webinar in the show notes at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 92. That's the number 92. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 92. The second thing I want to share with you is that the 30-day challenge is coming up. It's the 30-day pet sitting and dog walking challenge. This is a daily online course that is going to help you reach your goals this year. I know a lot of you have been struggling to find the inner motivation, your mojo, you've been feeling isolated and alone. And, you know, maybe you've got lots of clients, but you're feeling like your systems and strategies aren't in place. Or, You've got your systems and strategies in place, but you don't have a lot of clients. Regardless of where you're at, if you have a pet sitting and dog walking business, you will want to just check this out. If it feels right for you, great. If it doesn't, no problem. But the link to the 30-day pet sitting and dog walking challenge will be in the show notes as well. Again, that link is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 92. And now, without further ado, we're going to jump into the conversation that I have with Charlene about mindset. And when you change your mindset, you can change your business. Enjoy the conversation. I think we're both really used to running our business. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Charlene, but I think we're both mm-hmm. used to running our business in a way that has to do with our mind and our beliefs. I know for myself. So mm-hmm. i would like a little bit about my, yeah. training, and I really want to hear about yours as well. Yeah, that's great. So, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a longer story, but in a nutshell, basically, I realized when I started my business, how much my mindset and particularly the beliefs that I had around money, around business were really impacting my business in a negative mm-hmm. way at that point. And as I begin to delve further into that and really look at, you know, where did my beliefs come from? And I realized that for me, they came from observing my role models, which were my parents growing up, and just inadvertently kind of taking their beliefs as my own without questioning them. Mm -hmm. And so what I witnessed from my parents is a lot of stress around money, working very hard and not allowing time for rest. Mm -hmm. And... Actually, with my dad, what I saw is he would work really hard and then he would just pass out because he was so exhausted And then he Mm. would do it again. It was this pattern and so You know my parents I was telling a friend this morning about how my parents didn't debt at all so that was a real positive like seeing Mm. that they really lived within their means and they were paying for things in the present rather than betting on the future with credit cards and things like that. So that was a real positive experience that I had. But the beliefs that I took on were making money is hard. Rest is not an option until you're so exhausted and then just pass out. Mm -hmm. And so when I started my business, I began noticing that that was what I was doing in my own business, not because I hadn't questioned it. And so I began really looking at, is that my belief? Do I believe that for myself? And I realized mm-hmm. that's not the kind of business I want to run. That's mm-hmm. not the kind of life I want to lead. I actually do want to create money in an easeful way. I mean, granted, it's not possible all the time, but mm-hmm. you know, as much as possible to have that experience. And so I began really working with you know, first noticing where the beliefs originated, which was looking at my role models and then looking at, you know, how can I begin to work with that? And so some of the things that I did, and I'd love to hear your journey too, around this is I began noticing that this wasn't the life I wanted to lead. That was the second part and the business kind of business I wanted to run in this way. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I began creating affirmations To support my new beliefs, which at first felt like a lie, you know, Mm. to go from making money is hard to making money is easy feels like a lie, you know, at first. Mm -hmm. And it's not just affirmations for me, it's really looking at how can I delve into these beliefs and really begin to create my own beliefs that feel more true to me. Mm -hmm. And so, I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey around mindset and beliefs. Whatever you want to share would be great.
2: Yeah, I love this. Yeah, it's so interesting because, you know, when I grew up, we lived in a you know middle class household, but I didn't realize my dad actually was an entrepreneur and had money. But I think my program was programming was around um, you know, having just enough basically. And and really like my mother, it's funny because my sixteen my sixteen year old son is exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. My mother, you know, we used to joke that if she had a dime in her pocket, you know, we would go to the store and she would buy one piece of candy for us. You know, like Mm -hmm. it was always, you know, we we had everything really that we needed. And to some extent everything we wanted, but it was always like just kind of like scraping by like make it work kind of thing Mm -hmm. you know so it wasn't abundance and it wasn't scarcity it was kind of like this just enough mentality yeah and I realized when I and I believed in sort of the power of manifestation I've been a kind of a master manifester I guess probably my whole life and um you know, if, even in college, you know, I started doing creative visualization in college and cr- I feel like sort of attracted a lot of good things in my life and worked my
0: ass off. So yes, of course, you know, I get really
2: it. like a lot of my focus has always been on attraction meets action. Yep. So and I get that. I really think the, the attraction from my mom and the action from my dad, you know, my dad was someone who would wake up at four 30 and go to work and work really hard. And also I spent time with him. He didn't, you know, he never seemed exhausted. You know, he he. We had a lot of fun. He spent time with us. My parents were divorced, but um. You know, we, we got had time at each at each household. But what I realized is when I started my business, I had faith. Like I just could see it coming. Like I I don't know. I just just like it's gonna come. And I think part of uh, what happened for me. I believed it, but I had a lot of people around me who didn't. Yes. So in particular, I, and I think we've talked about this before. I had one friend of 20 years who was like, dude, like you need to get a job. And I'm like, I'm I like, this is my job. This is what I'm creating. I'm creating something here. Like I believe. And uh, I had a brother-in-law who um, was trying to like, it was just thought he was helping me by sending me all these weird jobs offerings, mm-hmm. basically. And he's in the tool business. He's like, oh, you come with me and sell tools. I'm like, oh God, I don't want to sell tools. Like I am creating something. And I just knew, but at the same time, the reality was I was like, I almost lost my house. We couldn't pay our bills, but I had, and I had that belief and I'm like, this is my dream. And this guy, Joe said, well, when you can feed your family on dreams, you let me know.
0: Oh, like, God! Right. So
2: I, every time I get on stage and I tell the story, I always say like, Hey Joe, I'm letting you know, (laughs) because I make a lot more money now than I did when I had a real job. (laughs) So it worked out. But, um, but one of the things that happened though, is, you know, the joke used to be, I'd say to my husband, all right, we need $5,000 to fall out of the sky because I knew down to the penny, what we needed to pay the bills to keep. My daughter was in a private school and I was hell bent on keeping her in this, this school and, you know, it was very, very difficult. And there were many times where I couldn't pay the tuition. But I'll tell you what, one way or the other, we always had just enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was always able to pay the bills that money would fall out of the sky. And it was, in some ways it was so painful because it was that definitely like always like squeaking by. And it wasn't until I went to this week long retreat, which was Enlightened Warrior Training Camp and did some real intense thinking that I'm like, wow, you know, I have so much program over having just enough Mm -hmm. and what if I could have more than enough? Mm -hmm. And so my new mantra and to your point around trying to have affirmations that feel true, my affirmation and my mantra became to, I wanted to have plenty to spare and share plenty to spare. I love
0: that.
2: And it felt so good to me. Like it wasn't just about having so like, I don't know. It wasn't just about like having money to have it, you know, it was about, being able to, to have that extra, to have more than enough, to be more than enough. Mm-hmm. And it was such a powerful force. Um, and it's, meant, it's funny you mentioned affirmations because of course next week, actually I have this deck of cards coming out, which is sales success affirmations for business owners and salespeople. And then there's going to be a companion workbook. And so part of what I'm trying to do is create that reality for people. Mm-hmm. But I actually heard this great thing on a video, it was on TikTok, and they said, if if affirmations feel hard to you, think about affirmations. Have you heard about this before? No, this affirmation, and it's essentially taking like whatever would be an affirmation, like like abundance is my natural state of being. I accept it now,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: or um, everything I need is coming to me easily and effortlessly. Or you know, making money is easy and effortless. Whatever that, if that feels really hard, to turn it into a what if statement, mm. say like. What if abundance was my natural state of being?
0: Mm-hmm. What if
2: I accepted abundance as my natural state of being? What if making money was easy and effortless?
0: Mm-hmm. Right? The
2: turning that affirmation to an affirmation uh, for a lot of people that I've been speaking to recently feels a, a little bit like an easier step yes. to get. It's to a realize.
0: bridge. It sounds like a bridge. Yeah. What I've said too is why not? Why not yeah. me? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm not. I love what you were saying too, around really looking at the affirmations and it not just being about money, because it's funny. A lot of people look at the companies that I have, Prosperous Pet Business, Six Figure Pet Business Academy, Six Figure Pet Sitting Academy. And I can understand why they would think, oh, she's just about the money, but it's so much more. I mean, prosperity is so much more than money. Mm. And so one of the things that I had to do, and I'm curious you know, what this has looked like for you, but I've had to really look at, because money is not enough of a motivator for me. Like when I want to create an abundant life, it's not just about the money, but the money is a vehicle to Mm -hmm. that abundant life, right? Just having money in the bank is like, eh, not exciting to me and probably not to most people, right? For me, it's really looking at what do I most value? And so I've looked at freedom is one of my top values, connection with friends and family, and that includes quality time and Mm -hmm. having more money really allows me to have more freedom. It's the vehicle to more freedom and more time, which is such a precious resource. It's
1: really our most
0: precious resource, right? Time Mm -hmm. can't get it back. It's not like money. Once we spend it, we can possibly, hopefully make more Mm -hmm. and intentionally make more, but time, once you use it, it's gone. And so I'm curious for you, what are some of your values and how does making more money really help you tap into those values?
2: Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it is about thinking about abundance on multiple dimensions. Mm -hmm. And so one of my favorite exercises um, is called the pink bubble technique. Have you ever, do you know what this is? No. So essentially I used to have a huge whiteboard and I actually would draw in pink, uh, you know, marker, a big bubble. And then the idea is to draw a picture and you can do it just in your own mind, you know, kind of create a picture of all the different ways that you want Um, to create more abundance in your life. And, you know, it's in the categories of, you know, vibrant health. And and these, I guess, this sort of answers your question, like Mm -hmm. what what I put in there in terms Mm -hmm. of what that means to me. It's, you know, yeah, vibrant health. It's having fun with my family. It's, you know, in the health category, it's eating really healthy and, you know, being able to buy whatever I, whatever food that feels right, you know, for my body and um, being able to, have time to your point to, mm-hmm. to, to enjoy things. Uh, you know, it's the love in my life. It's happiness. And I actually did this whole visualization around happiness recently. And I realized that the thing that I, that does bring me the most joy is just sitting around with my kids and laughing or dancing with my mm-hmm. kids and just being, mm-hmm. I say kids, there, are two of them are d- adults, but yeah. you know, it just like that idea that, um, it's just really being able to do what I want. And maybe that is a way to talk about freedom. Sure. You know? Absolutely. So, yep. So thinking about creating, it's not just about creating financial wealth. It's really about create. Now my focus is on what, what are the things I can do to create uh, financial freedom for myself mm-hmm. so that I don't have to work so hard mm-hmm. or that. So when I work, I get... You know I get the return that
0: that gives me then that ability to to not work when yes. i don't want to <laughs> exactly you know yeah i I love that Charlene, and one of the exercises that I've given to some of my coaching clients who are really struggling to make money is spend ten minutes, set the timer for ten minutes, and write down everything you can do to make money and it's mm-hmm. not like you know. It may be different than their business. I mean, other things may arise. It's sort of like the pink bubble technique, yeah. but a little bit different in terms yeah. of really stimulating possibility. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people get into tunnel vision around how can I make money? And with that, oh, right. yeah. Yeah, not being open to possibilities that are out there. And that was s- the
2: craziest thing when I started my business. I remember having that awareness like. I was so used to going to work and getting a paycheck that when I was on my own and I had to make the money and I was thinking about exactly what you're talking about. And I ended up hosting a retreat at my home
0: Mm -hmm.
2: because I live on a lake. So like, what do I have, you know, at my disposal? And, and I like that awareness, like I can actually just make, like make money on like anything. Like, Uh you know what I mean? Like it just was like such a weird awareness. Like I don't have to just go to work and get a paycheck. Right? Yeah. It's very freeing by the way. And everyone has, um, you know, what there's a woman named Liz Wiseman who talks about your native genius. Uh-huh. And the best thing is if you can monetize what you know, what you're great at, that you so take for granted. And that's mm-hmm. a great place for a lot of people to start. Besides all the things you can actually do, mm-hmm. I think everyone has a native genius, that thing that they think like, wait, you don't do that, or you don't know that, or like, they just, they don't even understand how amazing and brilliant they are. Yes. And, so, and it's usually something so specific and something that, um, you know, if it was a PowerPoint presentation, that would be one bullet on one slide. That's right. Because
0: right. yep. we're
2: always trying to think too big. and. Uh-huh. Victims of our own brilliance.
0: Yeah. And that
2: bigness gets in the way of people taking a step because they're planning the great things instead of doing the small things. Right. Mm-hmm. So, one of my other mantras is, you know, small things done over great things planned. Mm. And so many people, you know, have the capacity, maybe they even know that they do on some level,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: they're so busy thinking about this great idea. Oh, well, you know what I could do? And then when someone else does it, they're like, oh, that was my idea.
0: Uh-huh, exactly. Well, we tap in, right? To the yeah, bigger realm in some ways as business owners sometimes.
1: On the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to petbusinesscourses.com, that's petbusinesscourses.com, or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. I'm curious.
0: Because it sounds like in some ways, really manifestation and you know working with your beliefs has come fairly naturally. It, it didn't come mm-hmm. very naturally to me. I had to really work at it in the beginning. Now it's more who I am as a yeah. result of working on it. But I'm wondering, when you went through a hard time in your business, which I'm imagining, you know business can be a roller coaster sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you? Get back into a positive mindset. Have you had the experience, first of all, of going into a negative space? Mm-hmm. I call it like going into the pit of despair, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then how did you pull yourself out of that?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a struggle. I've struggled with anxiety, you know, my entire life. And there were definitely times in the past where. Um, you know, I would use, you know, alcohol, for example, as a way to boost my mood. And so undoing that programming was actually pretty difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, just really being aware, I think is the first thing, you know, trying to, and I think this does come from my childhood. I think a lot of my childhood, I sort of wasn't free to express emotion. Mm -hmm. So I was always looking for a way to stuff my emotion and to figure out a way to like, just like deal with it on my own. Yeah. Um, cover it up or stuff it or make it go away like with some. And so I think, um, yeah, I think there's just, I, I, now I just kind of like let myself be with it. Um, and I really believe in sort of the science of brain programming. So, uh, you know, I do a lot of like binaural beats and a lot of listen to a lot of like YouTube affirmation things and just really, Try to get into a space where I can hear the message. Like, what is it that I'm supposed to be learning right now, and how can I be with it?
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And yeah, just allow it. Like, allow the emotion to be there and learn what I can from it. Yeah. Sometimes, like recently, I had a moment where I was sort of beating myself up, and I what I heard was, you know, you can be nice to yourself. (laughs) It's just kind of like, you know, it's okay to be nice to yourself. Like, you don't have to criticize everything you do. And I think that, like, that is part of my like waking up every morning being like, okay, what did I do wrong yesterday? Mm-hmm. And I've said, that's kind of how my mother treated me growing up. Mm-hmm. Like there was always like this pointing out of like, what wasn't good enough. Yeah. And so I totally do it to myself. So that's been one of those things where I've been trying to get in a place of saying, like, instead of waking up in the morning and saying, what's wrong with me? Uh-huh. You know, just being like, you know, what this is great. It's a new day, and we're gonna we're gonna crush it today. Aww. And just knowing that this too shall pass. Wow, mm-hmm.
0: being your most loving internal parent to yourself is what I'm yeah. That's beautiful.
2: And when you're an ambitious person and you want to yeah. achieve a lot, it's hard to for me anyway. Completely. Be to
0: and you know, most yeah. of the business owners that listen to this podcast are that a lot yeah. of them swing to the type A, if not fully immersed in the type A personality. In some ways to be a business owner, you really do have to have that driven quality. It can be hard to sustain a business without it, unless you just immediately surround yourself with people who can assist you. Right. And so I too have had to do that too, the, you know, internal talk in terms of, for me, slowing down. Mm. not being like, I love that driven part of me. It gets stuff done and it gets a lot done. And, you know, it, it's from, I turn things from a thought to a thing. And I know you do that as well in a powerful way and that, you know, I don't want to put that aside. Like that is something that is one of my superpowers as well as one of yours. And for a lot of business owners listening You know, you guys have that superpower too. You have turned thought of wanting to have a business into an actual business. That is no small feat.
2: Yeah. With that
0: comes, you know, this kind of relentless pursuit of action. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. So exhausting. And and then going to the rest, it can be hard to restart too. It's like how to find that. Balance. There's really, in some ways, no such thing as balance, right? We kind of swing from.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's just different moments, and it's Mm -hmm. yeah, but that the real key to that, though, I find, is the self care. Yes. You know, and and there's that expression that if you don't have five minutes to meditate, you need an hour.
0: Totally, I love that. I have a quote in one of my books. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you know, it's just so important, and I I find that like when I'm I get up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get up early and I'm going to get all this stuff done. I have to really say, okay, well, let's, when are you going to work out? And like mm-hmm. working in the exercise, finding fun ways to get the physical exercise. Um, because I know when I get in those negative spirals, it's usually after a period of time of not having really good self-care.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and so that for me has always been a bit of a, a bit of a struggle, you know, mm-hmm. just keeping, being consistent yes. with that on an ongoing basis. But um, part of it, again, I, What helps me a lot, because I'm sort of, I'm a Gemini, so I sort of have like my logical side and my fantasy side. They're always balancing each other out. But on the logical side, I know the way the brain works. And, you know, we as human beings, we're sort of hardwired for survival and in some ways for negativity because, you know, that's how, you know, we're looking for the saber-toothed tiger in the room and trying to always make sure that we're on guard. Uh, and living in that constant fight or flight state is extremely stressful and hard on the body. Yes. And so the counter, the way to counteract that is to one, be very, you have to be proactive on positivity. Um, it doesn't come for some people, maybe it does come naturally. Like people would think I, it comes naturally to me Mm -hmm. and I work at it. Like I actually try to catch myself again, when I'm not being kind to myself or when I'm having those those negative thoughts or going into that sort of fight or fight mode, Mm -hmm. which the fight mode might be getting more done, being Mm -hmm. more organized, being more passionate, you know, but there's also a flight side, which might be, and this will often surprise people. I have moments where I could completely retreat and I just want to sit on the couch and watch, Mm -hmm. you know, top chef, (laughs) drink wine and eat
0: chips or whatever. Uh
2: You know, and I can recognize when it's happening that it's not like, it's not a healthy thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the difference now is instead of that being something that I would do for months or maybe actually, I think I probably did that for years. You know, mm-hmm. there was a very long period of time where I had a hard time getting out of that mm-hmm. sort of like, I don't want to deal with anything mode. Yeah. Now it's like a moment or an hour or, you know, some very encapsulated period of time where I can sort of catch myself
0: mm-hmm. and
2: just say, okay. Let's go for a walk. Let's put on a meditation. Let's do some journaling. Let's go find the kids, you know, Mm -hmm. and figure out some way to find that sort of neutrality, I guess, where it's not a big high, not a big low, but just something that helps me Mm -hmm. appreciate life in a really balanced and harmonious way.
0: I love how you say that. It's gorgeous. And, you know, when you talked about how people assume you're positive all the time. I get that a lot as well. Yeah. People look at me and I am positive, but it doesn't come naturally to me. I work at it, like you were saying. And yeah. so for those who are listening who think positivity and creating a healthy successful mindset is just going to happen, it actually doesn't.
2: But It's like saying oh I'm home, like I'm going to naturally be, you know, <laughs> Hundred and twenty pounds and it's, exactly and, and like some people do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and
0: I'm not one of those people. Right. And so it's about really looking at what actions can you take in order to sustain that. I found that the positive mindset does come easier. And maybe mm. you've found that too, because it's like working a muscle at the gym. You and know, it's true. I mm-hmm. can slip into that neural pathway very quickly, but I often have to do some kind of action to actually get me into that positive neuropathway.
2: Yeah. in order to get out of the negative. So it's funny because my kids, every year we go to this place in Virginia uh, called Massanutten and they have a big indoor water park with a lazy river. Mm -hmm. But there's one section of the river where if you get caught in the current, you kind of end up in this like little whirlpool thing. Right, and it's like I always hate it because I'm like, if you, once you get stuck in there, yeah, like you don't know when you're coming out, right? Yeah. Then I finally figure out the secret one to not getting stuck in there. But then if I do, I now I get myself out a lot easier because I kind yes. of had to ride the current uh-huh. and it's kind of like that. You know, I think yeah. those little like whirlpools we can get oh, sucked into. Completely. If you can see it coming and know how to prevent it, or at least. Mm-hmm. If you're in there and you sort of have some techniques and tools to get out, yeah, I think I, that that's important.
0: I think about it. I, I love the whirlpool. I think about it a little bit more graphically in terms of a toilet bowl. You know, like <laughs> you, you know something that you know floats. <laughs> I'm not going to st- say what that is, but you know, <laughs> you flush it and it's like it's going to go down. Like if you're not careful, you know. Whatever. I love the And so it's interesting. My husband says, and I just love this. He's like, I remember we were talking about something really challenging and, and he's like, I'm just choosing not to pick up that flaming dog turd. That's (laughs) it's a negative thought, you know, it's captivating. It's like, pick it up that, that flaming dog turd, you know, but if you do, you're going to get burned. And you're gonna take time, you're gonna need time to actually recover yeah. from picking yeah. up that negative thought. So
2: it's amazing that you have a partner who you can talk about this stuff to, who speaks the language. That's not my experience, unfortunately. Yeah. It's not always.
0: Right. You know, it's not always. Like, I tend to be, I'm very spiritual, but I'm also very logical. So I have it's that balance nice. just like you. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband is a corporate attorney. And so he's very logical in a lot of ways. He also has this kind of, I don't know, it's, it's a very like budding spirituality, you know, so it's, yeah. yeah. And so, and I think he's learning from me. I'm learning from him. Um, But yeah, he, he is a master of his thoughts. That's where he really excels in terms of this mindset work. And, yeah. he, you know, if I'm picking up the flaming dog turd, he calls me on it. He's like, put it down, put it down, I'm I love serving it. you release the flaming dog. <laughs> I know.
2: You know what? I always try to get across to to business because it's, I actually, for me anyway, I found the hardest part of growing my business was it wasn't just my own mindset. It's just, I had to deal with all these other people and this constant stream of negativity. And some extent, I still do. It's been seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, seven and a half years. And one of the things that I'm always reminded is that really success does flow from the inside out. Yep. And if it is to be, it is up to me. And so the, having some kind of solid foundation for yourself, not looking for the external validation, Mm -hmm. I think is, it's a hard thing to reprogram if you're not programmed that way. Um, and then also finding people that you could talk to about this stuff, finding safe places where you can do all, like in my mind, like all the woo-woo stuff, if that's what you're into, or just talk about your dreams. And, you know, I remember in the beginning I had a certain goal. I was like, oh, I'm going to make, like my first year, I wanted to make $33,000 a month. Like that was just like a
0: number. Mm-hmm. And
2: I have such specific memories of this one other friend saying like, like laughing, like, oh, you're ridiculous. And I actually, well, because of her reaction, I had sort of a visualization spreadsheet and I changed the number to like Mm -hmm. what, to just enough to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. But now it's funny because I'm actually in a mastermind with another woman. We meet every other week and we call it the 33K club, right? Because that's kind of like what we want our paycheck Uh to be. And Uh the number, like it almost doesn't even matter what the number is for Uh anybody. Yeah. Um, but it's just the idea that I found like this, I found this person who oh. it doesn't, again, it doesn't matter what it would be. It's mm-hmm. just my, we're cheerleaders for each other, the mm-hmm. ideas. We don't just say like, you're awesome girl. Like we yeah. do challenge each other and ask questions and push each other as well. So that, but it's in this safety net of also- Uh, knowing that we want the best and Mm -hmm. anything is possible. So, but I I share that to say that if if anybody listening to this, you know, doesn't have those people, one, you know, put that out there, try to attract that. Say, what if I was surrounded by people who really supported and believed in me, were as ambitious as I am, uh, you know, helped nurture and strengthen my goals, You know, and try to attract that and it will come. Yes, it will. And and just to really then, in the meantime, find it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, this is your life to live. This is my life to live. We have to make a decision every day when we wake up who do we want to be? And what's the experience of a life we want to create? And that is up to us. And when you let somebody else dictate that for you, you're you're really just setting yourself up for for failure on so many levels and mm-hmm. and and now but that level of codependency I think is extremely common yes uh, you know for a lot of people especially for women And
0: business have, owners especially business service owners. based business owners like especially service
2: based yes because our life is about taking care of other people yep.
0: that's right right
2: so yeah. when you care so much and you're and also a lot of um I know a lot of business owners are very empathic and they mm-hmm are good at what they do because they can read and take on the emotions of others. Mm-hmm. And yet sometimes that doesn't
0: serve us. Right. Mm-hmm. So, And it's it you know, so draining. It's like, mm-hmm. how do you deal with that, you know, energetic parasite? <laughs>
2: that... know. My daughter gave me, I have this bell. This is a new, new oh, edition. Yeah. My desk. It's, an, it's an energy bell. Oh, that's great. It. And then you listen and you just imagine that oh, all the negative stuff. So I, have, I keep
0: it handy. I love it. I lived <laughs> in Bali for a while. Um, some of the listeners know that, and part of the, a lot of the spiritual healers there use bells to clear energy, yeah. and in fact, they would ring a bell, you know, around me during a healing session. And yeah. so I, I brought a bell back from Bali that I use as well, oh, okay. and I have on my desk. Oh. Yeah. Yes,
2: I love it. The other thing somebody else taught me is to zip up, you zip up your aura. You heard that? Mm-hmm. You heard yes. About that? Like, yeah. So you zip up your aura. So one time my sister and I used to work out together. She, we lived, she lived with me and we were working out and she was just going on and on. So negative and complaining and all that. And I just mm-hmm. was like, while we're working out, I was doing this. And she's like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm zipping up my aura. And she just stopped and she went, that's much weirder than what I thought you were going to say. <laughs>
0: And there's also power in thinking about if, if you're zipping up your aura, imagining it to be a mirror so that oh, okay. whoever is, you know, throwing that negative energy or whatever kind of energy, sucky energy where they're sucking your, mm-hmm. you know, energy force, but nope. putting a mirror so that they're confronting themselves energetically. Yeah. powerful.
2: Oh, do, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah. my dear, thank you so much for coming on. I know there's so much more we could say. I know. Forever, maybe we'll yeah. do a part, to- uh, part two at some point. I would love that. But I'd love to hear a little bit before we go about your cards that are going to be released very soon here.
2: Yes. So they were supposed to be out this week. The printer had a little bit of an issue. But uh, but yeah, next week it's 56 cards. And they're, pre- they're, they're just really well designed. I have a beautiful designer that, you know, put some, uh, some you know, fun imagery around it. But um, yeah, it's really again designed to be that intersection of attraction and action, so that it is about attracting abundance and also some tips on how to create that. Um, you know, in in someone's business practice, so they're really designed to help increase sales, make more money, uh, attract the perfect customer, help the world in all the ways that you can, you can help them. So, um, the best thing I'm on, uh, I have a website, CharleneIgnites.com, and people can subscribe there just to be kept in the loop. So when they're out, I'll send out a coupon code and and try to get them out into the world to begin with. So
0: early birds will get a good deal. And, uh, Uh And And, I will put a link in the show notes as well to your cards. Oh,
2: good. Yeah. So, yes, Mm charleneignites.com. And I'm everywhere online as Charlene Ignites. I do TikTok videos. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So
0: yay well, thank, thank you fun. for your time today charlene my
2: pleasure thanks thanks yeah. for having me that we were able to connect even though the email yeah. gods were not with us in the it's beginning okay. we don't even need it right we're just
0: exactly
2: alignment alignment and that is another as a parting thought
0: mm-hmm. if
2: attraction feels difficult or you know instead of attraction also think about alignment mm-hmm. you know it's like things just coming into focus versus That's trying
0: to right. create things right yeah clarity alignment Mm-hmm. getting onto that pathway. Yes. You know, and, I love it. Yeah. And looking right. at, it's going to be different for each person, how for the listeners listening, how they can get onto that alignment for themselves, mm-hmm. and get into clarity, but just begin to notice what helps you. Yeah. What helps you get there?
2: It may Maybe be. You'll get, you'll get there. You'll get there. I have I'm sending out the good vibes. So. I do. I am
0: too. I'll spring
2: off for everyone
0: there you go. Thank you, Charlene. Have a beautiful day. All right. Take care. Take care. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed that conversation that I had with Charlene. If you're curious about her sales affirmation cards, I want to encourage you to check out the show notes page where I have a link to them. And that show notes page is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 92. That's the number 92. I also have a link in the show notes page to information about the how to hire the perfect pet sitters and dog walkers for your company webinar. You will find that information in the show notes as well as the 30-day pet sitting and dog walking Business challenge which starts on September 1st 2021 there will be a link to that the price goes up for both of those items very soon and the doors close for both of them soon so if you're interested or at least curious I want to encourage you to check those out prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 92 I hope you have a wonderful wonderful day Or evening, whenever you're listening to this. And I will see you and connect with you on social media. If you're on Instagram, I'm at Pet Biz Coach, all one word, Pet Biz Coach. I'd love to see you there. Also, I have a Facebook group. If you are not a part of that, come join us. It is a group of 3,400 pet business owners from around the world, very supportive. Very loving, very encouraging. It's one of those rare Facebook groups that are actually drama free for the most part. And if they're not, the people get booted out. <laughs> so I really do my best to keep it a safe and wonderful space for you all to be able to share about your business. And the link to that is also on the show notes page prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 92. Take good care. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on
0: iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com